This podcast is made possible by supporters like you. Mahalo. And by Atlas Insurance Agency, Hawaii's largest professional agency, helping Hawaii navigate insurance solutions since 1929. More at atlasinsurance.com. Aloha my kako. Welcome to a new episode of What School You Went? I start every conversation with that question. I'm Ron Mizutani, and today we're going to be talking about one of the best places on planet Earth to eat Hawaiian food. We're talking mm. about the one and the only Waiohole Poi Factory. It is an honor to welcome a Hawaiian, a musician, a restaurant owner, educator, activist, Uncle Kevin Hoy. Welcome back to PBS Hawaii. Good to have you here. Thank you. Good to have you here. My Before we get started, be I got to ask, like I ask everybody, what, what school you in? Oh, Waihole. Yeah, right by the Poi Factory up the road over there. Waihole Elementary School, and we used to, uh, we used to come down to the Poi Factory when, when I was in elementary school, catch the bus from, from the school, walked up about half a mile, come down to the Poi Factory in Shige. Yeah, the, the Sakai, the owner, he, he gave us taro, that kind of snack uh, <laughs> before we jump on the bus. But and then you used Waihole. to catch the bus up to Kapalama? No, 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 kind of... Um, they went uh, confined me at Kapalama. I was on <laughs> oh, you was border. I was on border. <laughs> that kind of... At Kamehameha. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. That, that's in the eighth grade. Okay, and then you stayed 1963. Yeah. Class of 1963. Yeah. yeah. Well, Imu Kamehameha and Imu Waiohole. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Poi Factory, yeah. it, it, it was... Um, I mean, today you folks have a beautiful facility. The lines are always long. But you know, going back, the, 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 it's the, the tradition of that area. The poi, mm. it was a real poi factory. Oh yeah, uh, that was um, you know, yeah, yeah, a, a mainstay in the community. Yeah, yeah. For years, uh, tell me about those those times. Uh, you know, I think the poi factory, uh, it, the building itself is mm. over a hundred years old, um, and it was started by. Uh, Chinese people, you know, after their indentured servitude, uh, kinda, they, uh, they wanted to plant food, and they planted taro. They planted rice, too, but they were, you know, the, the taro patches were there. You know, from a population of um, a million people, in 1778, uh, uh, I, I think, when, when Captain Cook came. By 1900, there are only 40,000 Hawaiians left. And uh, that means 19 out of every 20 Hawaiians died. So, who can plant the taro? And who's going to pound the poi? So, there was a need for Poi Factory. Before, like um, today, Wednesday, and on Sunday, my son Liko's pounding by hand. But um, normally, we, we just use uh, the machine. And we, you know, that's, so it became mechanized, yeah, um, because 
never have the people for pound of poi. Um, but we 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 pump we make poi uh, with machine, but Liko also um, pounds by hand. Um, today he, he's he's pounding poi, and on Sundays he and his son pound, and uh, his daughter is in in in. in uh, Georgia going to art school now, but when she's home, she's at the poi factory pounding poi, too. But I think, you know, the success, you know, my wife and I, my wife Charlene and I bought the Waiahole Poi Factory in 1971. And there was a different owner, not Sakai, Higashi, Higashi Poi from, um, he bought it from Sakai when Sakai couldn't make poi anymore. My wife and I had been in the Peace Corps af after college, and we were, I, I, I was teaching in Minnesota, and then uh, when my wife graduated from college, we went to uh, McAllister. My wife is actually from Minnesota, okay, and, uh, uh, but, um, we went into the Peace Corps together. We got married and went to the Peace Corps. When we came back, um, she was going to have a baby. And we're teachers, but she didn't want to teach. She wanted to stay home with my, uh, uh, my oldest son. Uh, but she, wa she was an art teacher, so she wanted to do art. But Honolulu is a very small art town and you cannot show if you know you're a new person uh, we tried to go down but a but a zoo to see if we can hang stuff over there um, but the, everybody everything's taken so my auntie had the store right next to the poi factory and so we stopped and we asked my auntie if we could make one fence over there and for put uh, Charlene's artwork. And, and my auntie, um, Emma Simeona, said, oh, you know, Mr. Higashi gonna sell his boy factory. You should go talk to him. So we talked to Mr. Higashi and um, we bought the boy factory from him in 1971. And so now, but he had sold all the boy the making equipment. Uh, but, you know, that was all right for us because Charlene wanted an art gallery, so it became an art gallery. It was one of the, she developed into the, the Poi Factory into one of the top art galleries in the state. And, um, but, but eventually we came back to making Poi. And since we're making Poi, uh, may as well make some Hawaiian food. And Liko, uh, you know, when he started um, uh, managing the Poi factory, um, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago or something like that, he, he did a great job of, of, of marketing. Right. The, 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 the thing that's really making the lines even longer 
is the sweet lady of Waiaoli. Mm -hmm. That was his, his uh, he thought of that. And you know, there's a song about the Mrs. Matayoshi. That's a real wahine. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, she, she was an amazing person. And um, uh, I got to tell you the story about the sweet lady of Waiwali. And then we'll get, you got to remind me because I was going all over the place. Yeah, you know, okay. the um, <laughs> So the sweet lady of Waiwali. Um, her name's Mrs. Matayoshi. And she would come down in the evenings. And um, it's a, that, that's, that, 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 the song is poetic license, <laughs> yeah, yeah. early in the morning. No, no, she'd come in the evening when, because my auntie had a store and she don't want to compete. She's that old style, you don't compete with your neighbors. So she come when the store closed. She come like five o'clock, I said, it's closed too. Kind of. But uh, she come down and um, she, she sell her papaya. papaya and bananas. Kind um, the the family is unreal farmers, so I you know I loved buying the produce from her, but she she no sell them by the pui factory or the store right next to us. She go across the bridge. There's a, a banyan tree, and that's where she's selling. After oh, my auntie didn't power for about an hour and stuff like that, but why holy? is known for the rain, water, okay, and then, you know, she's out in the rain selling her produce. So I tell her, hey, Ms. Matayoshi, come over here by the Pui factory. Us guys, you know, and we get one awning that you can just get one sidewalk and one awning, stay dry. Okay, no, 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 that's not, no can like that. You know, that's just different style. But she would plant flowers in front of the Pui factory by the, by the telephone pole. And um, she planted canna lilies. So uh, when Liko started making the Sweet Lady of Waiholi, I said, whoa, you know, I, I got to tell this story about Mrs. Matayoshi. And she wouldn't come here, but she planted flowers, canna lily. And um, she was also an amazing lady to me because, you know, around that time is when the whole community was being evicted. Remember that. And it's a Waihole Waikane yes. uh, struggle. And um, so we'd have to go to these hearings and stuff like that. And you know, I, uh, Bobby Fernandez, my cousin, was the president of the community association that we started. And I was the vice president, okay? And, and uh, I, you know, I, I make my speeches and stuff like that, you know, because I went to school like that, kind of. And so I make my speeches. Mrs. Matayoshi. She don't make speech. She go up on the stage and she starts singing 
old Japanese songs. That's powerful. <laughs> Our speech is nothing compared to her, her old Japanese songs, because that's what was going to be lost if, 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 you know, they kicked us all out, okay? But anyway, um, wait, now you got to tell me where I... I, I but I, I, like, I like pause right there, because yeah, yeah. that whole movement, mm. Waiohole Waikane, mm -hmm. and the community coming together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, was, was a big moment mm -hmm. in Hawaii history mm -hmm. when it came to development yeah. Yeah. and having yeah. a voice. Yeah. So you, others, Mrs. Matayoshi, mm -hmm. you folks, yeah. really, you really set the, set the, set the bar? I, I, well, you know, we learned, you know, um, how to, 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 to stand up. Right. Civil. Yeah. yeah, and then my thing was, I, in, in order for us to be successful, we had to make broaden this, this, this struggle so that everyone knows why we're doing what we're doing and can they agree with us. And, you know, I, I have to credit the, the media, you know, the um, television, because we were able to take advantage of those things too, to let people know. Mm -hmm. And um, we're going through that struggle right now. Right now, up in the Mona. Uh, you know, because the state wants to increase rent, that's going to be difficult. Um, but I think there's ways that we can come to agreement. You know, um, George Ariyoshi was able to find funding so that he bought the plantation owner, uh, the water company uh, owner out, and so we got to stay. But now we have to stand up again. And I, I think what I see as a... a, a the uh, conflict resolution is for us to sit down and talk story. The state has needs. The, the people have needs. We need to grow our own food. And we, we grow good taro in, in Waihole and good sweet potato. And Mrs. Matayoshi's family still planting. And it, we're still there, you know. And, and we're trying to teach the next generations how to plant taro, how to farm. That, that's, that's very important. Indeed. Anyway, but um, we'll figure things out. That is why, uh, Uncle Kelvin, when I look mm. at Waiohole Poi Factory mm. today, mm. and I see the long lines and, mm. and a great job of marketing by Liko, mm -hmm to me and others who have seen the struggles that your families had gone through, mm -hmm. that symbolizes a lot more than just Ono food. Oh, yeah. That is a powerful message to community that yeah. we can come together and, yeah. and make this thing work. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too, you know. Yeah. Not uh, to mention you guys get good food, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and and that, that food is basically how Mamara used to cook. You know, that's, 
that's how I earn food. Okay, because other people do it, but they they they're not the same, yeah. yeah. And we we just ma to this kind of food, and um, but I think you know when I look at Waihole now, so we used to have picnic tables outside, you know, before COVID, but afterwards no can. But my favorite place to to. Because I, I got to check the food. So I eat over there. That's my job for quality control. Quality control. Got to be. Got to be consistent. But I like to eat where I, it's nice. Then you feel like, you know, this is a good place for sit down and eat. So where I used to say was right on the corner of Waihole Road and Kamehameha Highway. And I could look down the coastline, and that coastline is the same, you know, because all the developers wanted to, to make housing and resorts over there. But we stood up and we said, no, oh, no, no, we need, yeah. we need this kind of place. And it, it's so nice to be enjoy my my food and where I can see this beautiful coastline. It, it it just shows people the choices we have. If you look north along the coastline, that's a choice. You go right, the houses start. And you keep on going right to Waikiki, that's the choice. Waikiki or this place, Aina. And, you know, Waihole is beautiful, Aina. And land, you know, I to eat na that which feeds you. That's what Aina is about. Okay. Yeah, and that's, and we, Anyway, we get the poifaki. Thank you, and mahalo for that. I'm going to ask you, Uncle Calvin, we're mm. going to say goodbye real quick, but before we do, mm. you said you play a song on your nose flute mm -hmm. when you're looking outside at the poi factory. Mm -hmm. Can you play that song with this Yeah, instrument? you know, I, um, I'll, I'll play you the, the song for the traffic. Yes. <laughs> 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 kind of uh, on my nose flute because... You know, get plenty of traffic, and, you know, only one highway, but, oh, that's pretty good for us. <laughs> you, you, you go in some place down in the north, uh, you got to pass the Pui Fashi. But um, the buses and the cars, okay, somebody got to make the rumbling kind of sound for the, for the buses there. Mm -hmm. But ne never mind, okay, because <laughs> I'm going to play too. All of that with uh, my Anui Nui flute.
awesome. Yeah, thank Mahalo. you. Mahalo, Mahalo, Uncle Calvin. Sweet man. lady of Waiole. Yeah, yeah, Sitting yeah, by yeah, the yeah. highway. Yeah. Mahalo Nui for joining us, folks. Join us next week, another episode of What School You Went. Until then, ahoy ho. That's a, that's a nice title, What School You Went. <laughs> Not everybody <laughs> thinks that way, but. No, 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 yeah, no, yeah. because uh, that's, that's Hawaii. Oh, yeah. That kind of, you know, that's a, that's a mo'oku au hau. Yes. That's your genealogy. That's your genealogy, yes. What School You Went. What School You Went is a PBS Hawaii production. Music by Taimane Gardner. If you enjoyed this episode, let us know on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and tell your friends. You can find us on pbshawaii.org and everywhere you get your podcasts.